Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. This is a Locker Room Production. Is it too late now to say sorry? Because I'm... Welcome to the Sorry We Love Football Locker Room Experience. I think we're going to call it an experience from now on because it's immersive. You're welcome to join the conversation. It's not just a one-way road like usual. Hello, two folks in the room. Nick Donovan, what's good? What's bragging? Great time to bring up our question this week to anybody who might wander into the room from much more established gem-filled rooms. Do you know your team's fight song? And if so, we invite you to come up and sing it. Yeah, just send a request. As soon as you know it, send us a request and you can sing it. And then we will judge you like the crowd at the Apollo. But like we were saying earlier, too, do all 32 NFL teams have an official fight song or are there some unofficial? I saw a Lions fight song today that I've never seen in my life. I don't know Was if it that's made- official song. <laughs> or if just people in Detroit made that up on the street and then they just started singing it in the stadium. Who made it? Bizarre? <laughs> Swifty McVeigh? No, it was sing-songy, like, big band crap that uh, had nothing to do with the city or the team. So oh, I had no, yeah. yeah. Sounds official, then. That is <laughs> the, the NFL never knows anything about its team, so it's just like, sure, you guys are hailed to the Lions or whatever the shit. <laughs> they don't care about the city at all. <laughs> I did figure I almost figured out how to fix uh Hail to the Fredskins. Ooh. Yeah, because that was one of the best fight songs, but now you can't sing it. It's so you just have to we still you I think the only way it works is if you still say Braves. So you want wanna... Yeah. Washington football. The football team. Mm-hmm. Braves on the warpath. Tell them. Fight for all DC. <laughs> Bitch, beat them, swamp them, cross them, drop that part, sore. Something like that. I forget. Damn. Be- That's good. <laughs> it's like, uh, yeah, it's like something. Rah, rah, touchdown. Let the points roar. Fight on, fight on till you have one. Sons of Washington football team. <laughs> wow. You can't hear that song anywhere else. It is completely canceled all across America. You can only <laughs> hear it on locker rooms. Sorry, we love football. Yeah. <laughs> and I, the bitch is, everyone in the stadium says the bitch part too. And uh, <laughs> we were talking earlier too about 
locker rooms themselves. And I heard Jamel lead this show with DMX. And I had the question is, is DMX an all-time football locker room music guy? He's top 10. Uh, we got we got another top 10 or Donovan McNabb coming in hot. Turn down your radio, sir. Turn down your radio. Oh, okay. Is it me? Here we go. Live from Philadelphia. Fly, Eagles, fly on the road to victory. Woo! Fly, Eagles, fly. Score a touchdown. One, two, three. One, two, three. Low, Watch our Eagles fly. Fly, Eagles, fly. On the road to victory. E-S-G-L-E-S, Eagles. And yes, Jamel, it is game day. Okay, wait. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> Whoa, is this a, is this a sorry we love Padres, Mr. Hardigan? I don't know who that was, but I appreciate the enthusiasm. That's Why are you rolling Donovan his, McNabb. Just yeah, he to, rolled the hell out of his R's. I like that. Like every Eagles fan, just c- completely overdoing it, triggering everyone else at the sports mm-hmm. bar. Yep. Destroying your ears with their hubris. It, it was did a, feel, it loved it. It felt personal towards the middle that he was singing it to me and sure. I'm just really happy that the Eagles fight song is the first ever fight song that we've gotten on this new wave. Because we're going to get all 32. This has got to collect them all. We're going to get each team's fight song. As the Titans the, don't have a fight song. <laughs> well, somebody's going to make one up. That's the 32nd gem. If these are all, we'll represent these as gems, and we're going to collect the the other thirty one, and somebody making up a Titans fight song. I actually was, and I was talking to you guys about this earlier, but I didn't realize what our fight song was as a Chiefs fan. But it's actually just that bullshit that we do like most of the game, which is just the oh, which is more racist than the Fredskins. <laughs> And and there's no real lyrics. It's just one letter repeated. Oh, and the Braves have it, and Florida State does it. It's it's not an exclusive Chiefs experience, which kind of you know sullies it a little bit. It's been a rotten week to be a Chiefs fan. We found out this horrible news about the fight song not being real, and then one of our coaches nearly killed a little girl, and now he's going to jail. Ooh. You don't remember, Jamel, Britt Reed. This happened like a day or two before the Super Bowl. Oh, yeah. He's finally, they're putting him in the pokey. Well, that's what happens when you lose. Yeah, he would have got off (laughs) if they won. That's that's true. Brady's killed many little girls, and he gets away with it because he wins the Super Bowl. Every year. That's why he has to win every year. Because he got a fucking (laughs) Rico case over his head. Staying one step ahead of the law. That's facts. Yeah. Hey, what's popping, Devin? I don't know if you know the terms. You're new here. If you know your team's fight song or any team's fight song, you are welcome to come sing it. Hit the speaker button whenever your heart desires. We already have the Eagle song covered. What'd you, what was you saying, Danny? Oh, we were saying the Eagle song is more than welcome. You can sing it again, Devin, if you're an Eagles fan. We will accept it. It's okay. I mean, sure. You know, yeah, grudging. Yeah. Yeah, sure. If, like, at the 30-minute mark, we don't get another one, then, yeah, I would allow one more version of the Eagles song. 
<laughs> uh, well, wh where I was going earlier before uh, we were so delightfully intervened. Oh, Devin is an Eagles fan. Love it, Devin. No, Devin, you got to come on. Uh, I'll sing it with you, bro. Fly, Eagles, fly. Whenever you're ready, I, I got you. Uh, but what we were going into was all-time football locker room music artists. Because DMX died this week. Jamel led us in with a DMX song. And yeah. we were, there's not really an artist that is as universal, beloved, in a football locker room as DMX. DMX Jamel and I were talking D behind Yeah, he's, he crosses. He transcends every type of locker room. He really like, does. If your locker room is predominantly white, party up works. Uh, also, you could play any of those prayer interludes, you know, <laughs> football being mad Christian. Uh, and then uh, just generally, I mean, his music is, if nothing else, amped the fuck up. Rough Riders Anthem always worked for us. In Woo! High something new. Just as soon as he says something new. Yes. Yeah, like, damn, yeah, this new ass whooping we're about to hand somebody. But would you say he's the number one guy? Do you think It's he... tough to say number one because it's so subjective, but he is in the top tier. I'd like to do tiers because there's so many different, op there's, you know, there's like at least 100 songs in the world. That's Luckily, true. I have scoured the internet for the last four seconds, and I found different college football players naming their favorite locker room music. A lot Ooh. of Migos representing oh, yes. Kodak Black. Sure, sure. Uh, oh, and then yeah, Florida, Florida guys. All the Florida guys listen to Kodak. It's, it's crazy. So that's yes, and, it, and that's, that's exactly. Actually, this guy, too, Kentucky QB Steven Johnson from 2017 said Kodak Black as well. Uh -huh. So it's not just, but it is, you're right, the southeastern tips of the country. Yeah, and then they love it. all the white offensive linemen, ACDC. Every oh, single one, baby. That's the main oh, yeah. one. I where um did anybody say Papa Roach? Oh, Last Resort is a, an all-time high school football locker room song. I had a guy Craig who used to lead on the bus, running up and down the aisles, uh, leading the the Last Resort song, and it got people fucking going. Come on, man! A song about killing yourself. I mean, I mean, football yeah. is killing us slowly, so it, it adds up. <laughs> are, are you willing to die for this game? Yes or no? <laughs> it it's is some... my last resort. Yeah. Are you mad at your parents? Yes or no? That's yeah. a no. That sounds okay. like a no. <laughs> uh, I was going to throw a trap headstrong in there. That that's did they interview dudes in two thousand two? What their favorite locker room? Yeah, yeah that'd I mean, have been good. You're of a time here. You're like POD. You know, you're you're definitely talking about like uh, a 1997 to 2002 period. Okay, so let me just say something to the linemen listening to this in post. I okay, I get it. It's ACDC. Sure, it rocks. How come there's no good country music for a locker room? Is it just too mild? I think Toby Keith uh, is is in the mix. I think you'd be surprised with how many of these kind of. I think if your uh, team I'll put is a on, boot in your ass type songs, yes, yeah. uh, will work in a in a locker room. If your team is really understanding, maybe over and over again, the one with him and Nelly. Oh sure, yeah. I mean, it it is interesting to think about like what songs can amp you up, but 
it's already got me thinking about what the worst possible locker room songs could be. Like, what would really just like Radiohead? Is that what we're talking about? Like, just <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what could really like guarantee you won't be ready for some real Smash Mouth, Smash Mouth football? So, so KT Danny, Tunstall, KT Tunstall. I'm, I'm, I'm glad you brought up I was uh, um, when I was a senior at Chapman. I was one of the captains, and I was able to control most of the music in the locker room. I played a lot of Morsi, a lot of Depeche Mode, just to torture these dudes. And then I would play the Monday Night Football theme, and people really hated that. Really, <laughs> why? Hated that. That's good shit. Why they wouldn't you play? Let me know. Where I was coming from with that, <laughs> they were actually trying to get pumped up. I was trying to. Uh, have a laugh. Well, you could have just you got to play the rap song that samples the music. That's Let me true. know by camera. But you know. know, you know why they don't like the Monday Night Football song because it hits too close to home. They realize they're not going to make it as real football players, and it's it's a depressing thing to hear when you're going out there trying to pump yourself up for a game, and you know you're not good enough. To listen to the Monday Night Football tune. Well, what if we take it back a little further and then we have like Ain't No Mountain by Marvin Gaye? Or is that only when your team is trying to get past the white and black? Or is that when you're trying to get your white players and your black players to bond? That's the <laughs> song that you play. Yeah, 1968, that would have been the hardest shit around. Yeah, I feel bad for them dudes from the 60s. They had to just listen to like The Temptations. She makes me want to kiss my girlfriend. It doesn't make me want to hit a guy. I mean, that's why Sunshine uh, kissed the the one dude for, exactly. for here. It was it was a vibe already all year. Yeah, they were all over that. They knew. This isn't football, but it is a, a story about getting pumped up for an event because I used to do. Uh, I'm I'm from Kansas, so we did backyard wrestling while you guys were playing football, and everybody like was really into like you know hardcore rock music rap music whatever to come out as their entrance music and i hadn't really listened to a bunch of shit back then i wasn't like much of i was i thought i was like a movie guy and i didn't really listen to a lot of music like you know full albums and stuff so they asked me for a song that i wanted to come out to and I just blurted out sticks come sail away and Ooh. I came out to that. Did they, did they let the whole song play? Yeah, well you have to get to the alien part, otherwise you don't know what this captain is talking about. He's just the captain on a boat, and then you realize it's a fucking starship and the whole thing's much different than you realized at the beginning of the song. So you always have to play the full song. I agree. I was just checking. We should have football. I feel bad now for the for the gentleman in the room who came no. here to hear no, hot takes. Uh, Devin confirmed that the boot in your ass song was big in his hometown. So you know it was big in those locker rooms. In Philadelphia? Are we talking about Philly here? Yeah, Devin, where are you from? Why don't you hop on? Uh, let us know <laughs> your firsthand experience with the boot in your ass song, which we do not know the title of. Back of 
physical, but shit's getting critical. The way cats fight it's despicable. Oh, no. Oh, sorry. No, that was Devin. Yeah, the part. Thank you, Devin. The part that got sampled there was uh, was really not part. I mean, why even throw out the Monday Night Football song if you're just going to sample that one little dut dut for the actual song? Oh, right. Like they just double those two beats. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't know. Maybe they couldn't. I don't know. I, I'll have to ask Cameron when next time I see him. Also, <laughs> Jamel, playing with fire, has already gotten thrown off Twitter for uh, playing copywritten music. Now doing it on Locker Room. I like that you don't change. I don't care. Don't change. Please send me to the showers. Uh, <laughs> while we're while we're searching, I just realized the most popular song in my Locker Room was Birdman JR, BMJR by Lil Wayne from the Carter One. We listened to it every day, twice on game days, and it was great. Interesting. I think uh, just kind of hilariously, I think um, Eye of the Tiger was actually ours and played every time we were in the weight room. I don't know Jeez. how often they made it to the locker room. Hey, yeah, it, it, it still worked. but then Was it, it your happened. idea? Was it your idea? That one was not my idea, but I, I did burn all the CDs in the locker room. I knew you were directly involved, so I knew you were involved. I didn't stop it. <laughs> uh, but then also when we got to college, uh, One Blood, the game, that was every single Oh, yeah, that's game, a good no matter one. What. Yeah, yeah, that does sound pretty good. Yeah. Uh, just another completely non-football aside, but I just watched uh, both of the Godzilla movies that came out after the first 2014 one just in the past week. And one thing I noticed is that Godzilla is basically Rocky. It's the same exact career. He comes <laughs> out, he's old, he's old, you think he's not going to win. He fights against some guy who's like the new hot shit monster on the street. And he just fucking finds a way and then he goes back into the fucking sea where he came from. Much like Rocky. It's exactly the same thing. You just said Eye of the Tiger reminded me. Well, Rocky... <laughs> Uh, found his way to Mar-a-Lago this past weekend. I don't know if you saw that. Ouch. Another oh, man. one. Now nah, they're <laughs> I, all gone. I found out Malcolm in the Middle, Frankie Muniz, is a big fan of Joe Arpaio. I didn't know that. What? <laughs> it's the Arizona connection. That's not right, though. You know what that guy's about. Who? Excuse Malcolm? Me? <laughs> Both of them now. Now, you, now I know what Malcolm is about. I didn't know. He's in the middle of a horrible... Yeah, some bullshit. Yeah. yeah, come on, dude. What do you think Agent Cody Banks was, was up to? <laughs> Just deporting Ooh. kids. Oh, my God. Cody Banks 3 is him deporting people? <laughs> you got to grow up sometime and do the dirty work. Ew. Oh, that's disgusting. Uh, I just remembered another thing. So, one t- So, my team, we had a little bit of an R&B fetish. There's a couple times, I think it, it's like, uh, it's a common theme with rappers as well. Whenever a rapper just watched a movie, you can tell in whatever they do next. Like, whatever song they do next will have a rap line. I mean, a line for, about the movie. And that's just how you know they just saw it. So, like, we watched Remember the Titans. And we were like, yo, we got to do some Remember the Titans shit. And then we uh, we we attempted to play computer love on our pads. What? what? Yeah. <laughs> like in the pregame warm up, we came out and tr- tried to. It's like the problem was the ch- 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 like the shimmy part. 
isn't really audible on football pants. We was needed there... like a guy, like we needed like one of the water guys to like have like a maraca or something. <laughs> was there a dance involved? No, no, it's just us, just kind of bopping, you know, slapping pads. I don't know. There's no technical term for it, but dudes are always trying to hit be- beats on their pads, you know. Also, um, Devin just confirmed that the Toby Keith song was called Courtesy of the Red, White, and Blue. Mm. Yeah, I knew it was uh, directly about America. Which, I mean, come on, man. If you're playing in London, you can't put that on. (laughs) Don't think they'll kick you out. It's bombs, right? He's talking about we're going to shoot bombs at you, and those bombs are courtesy of America. Well, it was like a diss response to 9-11. It was like he treated 9-11 as a diss track Mm. towards America, and this was his response. Which, you know, I mean, Bin Laden was putting out mixtapes, few of them at least before and after the attack. So, yeah, kind of kind of calls for it. say he's still putting out mixtapes and that he never went away. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, Frankie Muniz, I believe, was one of the ones. I'm just going to get you guys off the bomb talk. We got somebody new in the room. Doris, what's cracking? Oh no! Let's go, Buffalo! Let's go, Buffalo! The Bills are moving now. They're really moving now. Hey, hey, hey. Let's go, Buffalo! <laughs> nice. All, All right. right. Sick. And then you jump through a table. Hey, Doris, you ever thrown yourself through a table? Not yet, but I still have many years to do that. <laughs> Fucking right. Yeah. Buffalo, little engine that could. You guys are coming up. You're stealing from Otis Day in the Nights, but that's fine. I think everybody's stealing from something. Oh, yeah, for sure. Who Ours, doesn't want to listen to Shout? Uh, would you remix the Bills theme song if you could, Doris? In a second. Oh, what's your, what's your, how would you P. Diddy that? How would you Jermaine Dupree the Bills fight song? Uh, uh, I would do a little salt and pepper, actually. Yeah. Oh my god. Yes. Perfect I put it. response. Yeah. That's I just that that's the vibe I'm feeling for the Bills. Doris, I have a question. And and maybe you don't speak for all Buffalo fans, but Josh Allen not wanting to get vaccinated, how do you feel about it? He's a perfect specimen, so I don't want <laughs> hey. to go wrong, but I just want to know that I dig on digs and that's who I really care about. He is amazing. And he wa- he stood there and watched the Chiefs Lamar Hunt Trophy celebration because he wanted it that badly, and he wanted to visualize himself up there. I appreciate that. Speaking of visualization, just imagine Bills Mafia is going crazy. Every member of Griselda has a private box. The Bills <laughs> go. Or, or, Josh Allen just threw a sixty-yard bomb to Stephon Diggs, unvaccinated. <laughs> <laughs> they go up 12 over the pats at home this is for the chip and then we go into bills it oh bills it <laughs> oh you know what you gotta do talk to me I'm trying to I'm waiting for the beat I'm waiting for it oh. to come in but it's Josh it ooh Josh Josh it Get up on digs. Uh, uh, uh. Yes. Uh, 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 uh. Josh it good. 
Yeah. Josh, it real good. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty good. I do like that the facelift of the Bill song is converting it from like a 1940 song to a 1990 song. Dude, that's 50 years. <laughs> that is a 50 year leap. It celebrates the evolution that they made over this last season. Yeah, really and does. chicks and chicks in uh, leotards and leather jackets over top. I think that's bad. Yeah, that's fire. By the way, the real salt and pepper is Sean McDermott's beard. <laughs> uh, sorry, yes, we do love football. Uh, yes, we do. Uh, if you're listening and you know a fight song, Devin, I'm looking at you. Uh, we invite you to come up on stage, sing your team fight song. It's been 10 whole minutes since we've heard the Eagles fight song <laughs> screamed into our eardrums. Yeah, I need something to wash down that Bills crap with, you know? <laughs> okay, we got him coming in. Our guy. Our guys are Devin. Hello. What's up, Devin? Oh, not too much. Uh, I was going to say, I had, I did grow up, like, watching football with my Buddhist dad. We weren't really, like, a fight song house. Oh. We were, like, a... <laughs> like, I've, I fucked yeah, with that. We were, like, a, 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 a smile Riley when a good play happens house. But... <laughs> um, hey, but... I know, okay, it. I could before, try it. <laughs> no, you don't have to at this very moment, Devin, because this is interesting. A Buddhist football viewing experience so did you guys watch every sunday uh most yeah i would say most every eagles game anyway and was it did it dictate your your attitude if the eagles won or lost or is it just kind of you're just there for those three hours and then you move on everything's good yeah well i mean not to be too obvious about it but there's definitely a zen attitude towards the (laughs) win-loss gotta have it yeah i fuck with this also, like, though, to be clear, like, you know, the not like a Japanese Buddhist, like a white boomer who did a lot of acid in the 60s Buddhist. Oh, okay. Yeah, you know? yeah. It's a, it's, it's, it's a Buddhist with yeah. libertarian seasoning salt on it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Something like that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, where were you guys watching those games at? The living room of my house. Oh, I mean, like, what city, what state? Oh, I live in Pennsylvania. Okay, good deal. Yeah, I grew up in, like, a little town. Okay. Here's a great question. I'm just going to – anybody who has any piece of information from their hometown that I want, I'm just going to throw in. And then you can do the fight song that we've all been waiting for. But The Rock running for president. You're in a swing state. Can Dwayne The Rock Johnson win Pennsylvania in 2024? Uh, I mean, part of me just wants to say yes, just because we've proven that being pro wrestling affiliated is like a huge plus. Very much so. Uh, but I don't know, because he was like, he spoke uh, at the RNC for um, Bush back in the day, but I think people assume he's a liberal. So he might be able to like slip through the cracks of nobody knowing what he really thinks. I'll give it to him. All right. Rock. You guys heard it here first. Rock is putting together an exploratory committee. 
Which, made up of everyone on this podcast. I think is is very football adjacent because The Rock played college football at Miami. So I think talking about The Rock completely falls under the umbrella of what we're talking about here. He's the he is the commissioner to be of the XFL. That's true. He's competing. He's going fucking mano y mano against Roger Goodell. This is the hero we need. If he can make the XFL work, he can fucking get us some infrastructure. I mean, he can solve some of these problems. If he, can, if he proves that he can run the XFL competently, then America is a fucking breeze. <laughs> uh, Devin, if you want to sing this thing, I'll sing it with you, man. I won't leave you, I won't leave you solo. Okay, yeah, let's do edit. All right, sweet. So Jalen Hurts just fumbled into the end zone and uh, Quez Walker <laughs> fell on it. On Even in your wildest dreams, <laughs> the offense is still dog shit. Oh, yeah, man. This is this, We're not going to sing this song very much next year, so let's get it out of the way now. All right. Boom, 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 boom. Fly, Eagles, fly. fly. Ooh, the slow version, I like it. Am I on um, key? <laughs> nah, hit that. To victory. Fly, Eagles, fly. fly. Uh, score a score touchdown. A touchdown. One, one, two, one, two, three. One, two, three. Hit him low. low. Hit him high. All right, you're losing me. I had a Okay, watch our eagles fly. 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 Eagles fly. fly. On the road, the road to, to victory. Do you see why I prefaced it? E-A-E-L-E-S, eagles. Yeah, I was gonna. I was waiting for that. It feels like you can't not sing the whole song, or else you'll get it. like an Eagles style blue balls. It's like yeah. I have the sticks. green balls. It's the sticks affliction, Danny. Like you were saying with "Come So Away," I'm Cartman with the with the uh, <laughs> Eagles fight song. That's true. Yeah, you got to have the E A G L E S Eagles. That's the part you scream into the bar, the female bartender's face. <laughs> And then demand another tray of shots for you and your two friends. <laughs> well, if you're at the right bar, the female bartender's also screaming it into like the random Giants fan that's in the bar space. Well, we're in LA, and every bar is terrified and doesn't want it. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna say that's why I forgot that part is because I didn't have like an undeserving and uninterested woman to yell at. <laughs> <laughs> I found the Titans theme song if anybody wants to hear it. Crank it. I mean, Jamel, I think we should wait for the real thing, don't you? Unless you want to sing it. You want to learn this thing? Okay, I'll learn it and play it. I'll learn it and come back. Fine. Okay. You keep thinking you, you you think the Tennessee Titans are gonna come kick me off locker room. Bro, we're doing this shtick for 800 straight Mondays. Somebody's going to sing this song. All right, now I see. And you're, I, I like playing the long game. Look, this is week one of a, a long experiment where we, the whole uh, angle is we're going to get the Bills to change their fight song. To Salt and Pepper. Yes. Because that works just too well. I mean, Josh it. Josh it. Josh it good. Um, 
I don't know. You guys yo, wanna, yo, yo, you guys yo, Josh, you Josh. Yeah, you. Come here, give me a kiss. You guys want to do some... Uh, what you said, then? You guys want to do some league updates, some news? Yeah, throw some shit out there. Yeah, throw yeah. some red meat to the fans. All right. Uh, you know, the story of the day is Julian Edelman retired. He uh, put out a video that seems like he's known this for a while, which is always a little awkward because he's acting surprised, but there's a very produced video that showed up five minutes after the announcement. Um, I guess the question, the, what people are talking about is, is he a Hall of Famer? Which I say no, They're not by a long shot. He's in the Jewish Football Hall of Fame. Oh, no doubt about that. He's at the top of that. He is one of the only people in the Jewish Football Hall of Fame. And look, I looked at that part of his resume pretty hard. I stared at it, and I was like, I can't let my personal feelings get involved here. Well, who are you guys talking about? Jay Fiedler? Julian Edelman. <laughs> oh, okay. My bad. <laughs> it is a great time to once again bring up the list that I have of Jewish football players that have been in the NFL, including Mitchell Schwartz, previously mentioned Jay Fiedler. Oh. Greg Camarillo. Oh. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Whoa, did he convert? Uh, maybe. Him and Amari Stoudemire did it together. Sage Rosenfels, Josh Rosen, quarterbacks. Uh, hey. A lot of quarterbacks. Taylor Sage, Mays. Sage Rosenfels. Taylor uh, Mays. Fred Skin. USC legend. Would you believe Sid Luckman? I mean, yeah. Uh, <laughs> that's, uh, that's honestly the biggest stretch for me. A lot. Most of the Jewish football players on this list were it, were playing football, active in the league between the years of 1927 and 1944. And I'm including Sage Rosenfeld. I assume Sage <laughs> Rosenfeld's like he like time jumped from the 40s and became a quarterback for the football team. Now here's the here's the funniest stat I have: the list of coaches slash executives who are Jewish is almost as long as the players <laughs> of the last hundred years. And most of them are current. Mark Davis. Oh, I'm sure. Now, the Glazers, Robert Kraft. Mark, Jeffrey hold on, Murray. hold on, hold on, hold on. Danny, we must, we got to stop. Mark Davis. Mark and Al Davis listed on the Jewish virtual libraries list oh, they of Jews must, in the national they gotta, must have converted. We got we to gotta talk to Mark, Danny. We have to get in his ear somehow <laughs> I've been calling him since this thing way. started. <laughs> yeah, we should probably get the uh, the gang together for the annual meeting. I know that's a clat, that's an old saw, the annual meeting of the Jews, but we really do have it, and we see Mark Davis annually. Well, that's why I'm surprised. I guess I wasn't looking around hard enough. I'm usually on my phone during that thing. <laughs> you guys just in a Radisson Hotel conference room? <laughs> it might be embarrassing that we own... Mark Davis and his haircut, but it's far more embarrassing. One of the other names on this list, Dan Snyder, also oh. a Jewish. Yeah, my bad for that. That's on me. <laughs> hey, Danny, is uh, is Howie Roseman on that list? <laughs> Howie Roseman is not on the list because I think he just kind of hasn't been prominent enough in his role yet to for oh, the that's, for the Jewish on. virtual library to Super notice. Bowl, Super Bowl winning GM. I don't want to hear it. I don't see it. I don't see it on the list. <laughs> That's Ziggy crazy. Wilf, though. Ziggy Wilf on there. Mark Trestman, just being the coach of the Bears for like one season, made it on the list. Hmm. 
Okay. But well, you, back back to Julian Edelman. How do you guys feel about his career, and do you think he deserves the Hall of Fame? I mean, not first ballot. He's like a third ballot guy. He's but you like think a, he should be. Why do you think he should be in? Dude, he's got like three rings. Okay, so we're gonna say postseason success is what we take into account, not career yeah, worth. Yeah, stats. not only yeah, not only postseason success, big catches. But if this dude in these was games. on the Lions and he's the same player, like no one, no, it. yeah, no. Unfortunately, he's in the Hall of Fame because he's won the biggest game possible multiple times. Okay, well, here's my my rebuttal to that. Dion Branch uh, was on the first three. Patriots Super Bowl teams also won a Super Bowl MVP. Yeah, I, guess I looked what? at their stats. Look at their stats; they're extremely similar. And Deion Edelman Branch played a the... few ex- Edelman he... played a few extra seasons. Uh, Deion Branch hasn't even been considered for the Hall of Fame. Deion Branch is a, another dude who I would consider like a third ballot guy. Okay, so one of these dudes who might come up every now and then, but never really gets in. When somebody's finally like, "What about Deion Branch?" But that shouldn't happen on the third ballot. That's like when when they do no. like the the grandfathered in guys, like the senior ballot or whatever. This the people who they just not given a shit about until you know they just time just marched on to the point where we forgot yeah. that he wasn't. That so good. that's so that's more like what like that's like eighth ballot, tenth, twentieth. Yeah, twenty. I mean, I, it's got to be like there's dudes like Steve Tasker and stuff who haven't been on the on the ballots anymore who. Or he's still on the ballots, but he's never going to make it. And I think there's kind of this understood thing. I think he's one of those guys. Unless you want to, like, uh, unless you you put him in for some weird quirk, like he's had the most 11-catch, 61-yard games in NFL history. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, dude. But also, like, I mean, look, they'll both get in whenever the Tom Brady doc comes out. My thing is, you played with the, the best quarterback of all time. I don't think Brady's the best, but, you know... His, his career is definitely the best. You don't think and, Brady's the best? I mean, his career is. Is, yes. uh, is he the best quarterback I've ever watched? I, I mean, I guess so. Not. No, it's watching bunch, him. In a bunch it, of categories, he's not. But his career, of course it is. It's just, I think, he. it's clear that he's made some kind of a deal with the devil because he doesn't have any real physical skills that are just, that are like, you know, NFL elite and it just seems like the ball just gets to where he wants it to go every time. And that's that's his whole thing. It doesn't yeah, even the, seem right. It just happens. He's <laughs> the second coming of Montana. Montana's the same way. He's not physically gifted in any uh, dominating sort of way. But they they just figured it out. But, I mean, you don't want to watch a Tom Brady game. You don't Not wanna, really. You know, it's not fun. No. None of those... Super Bowls were fun, except for the Eagles one, because you guys just kept like Brady had to win. And you guys just were just on in a way that I've never seen since or before the Eagles be. And it was just that was the only fun one. And maybe the uh, the same situation many years back with Jake DeLome, he Jake DeLome and and uh, and Nick Foles kind of had the same Gatorade before the game or whatever. But yeah. every other Super Bowl involving Tom Brady has sucked and has brought the other team down to sucking <laughs> level. But because it's close, we have to say it was a great game. Yeah, I mean, when you watch the Mahomes Super Bowl, it was a good time because you were, even though he was getting his ass kicked, you were just waiting for him to do something insane, which he did. 
And you're never going to have that with Tom Brady. He's never going to do something that you're like, Tom Brady just fucking blew the roof off the dome. He's amazing. Kiss his child. You could kiss his child. The best, the best Tom Brady play I ever saw in the Super Bowl was actually a Julian Edelman catch See what in, I'm the, in the Falcons game. That Once catch, again. like under his ass or whatever it was, was outstanding, and it had almost nothing to do with Tom Brady. He's a clutch guy who has won and has won because of his clutchness. His um, that he's drive, a, like Robert Ory, he's a Hall of Famer. But, anyway, but weirdly enough, the first Super Bowl, it's that, that drive against the Rams where they get the ball back like on the 20 with like less than a minute and they go to get in field goal position. And like I, it, even when you watch that, it's it's casually impressive. It's it, he just makes every right play. Mm-hmm. It's just one of those things. It's it's nothing that's it, again, it's nothing dominant. It's not the craziest throw you've ever seen, but the decision making is dominant. But you watch sports to have a great time, to be blown away. <laughs> yeah, but that's the thing. Like, you can be boring for 20-plus years, and that equals success. It's it's like, I guess it's like, yeah, it's like a marriage where you kind of just get used to the fact that this person's, they're very reliable. They're always going to be there for you. You know, they do the little things. Maybe you guys aren't fucking anymore, but at least... The this is a person you know is right for you that you can rely on, and I guess that's enough. You know that's what life is. It's not flash. It's not pla- splashy and amazing, and you know it's just work. Yeah, you got to do the work, okay? Every time I go to the gas station, I win a championship. <laughs> uh, okay, here here's another story. Did you guys see that Jaguars fans gifted Trevor Lawrence? For the high-tech toaster for his wedding. They started a crowdfunding thing. And they all, Jaguars Twitter, pulled together to get him a $1,000 toaster, a touchscreen toaster, for uh, Marissa and Trevor Lawrence for their wedding. What if, what, what if the Jags just didn't draft Trevor Lawrence? We know that they're going to, but... I, I hope they don't. know. <laughs> <laughs> What is the toaster for? Is there a joke behind it? I think it was on their registry. They're just hoping somebody would shell out an insane amount for a toaster? Yeah, and then superfan Eric Diller found and tweeted out the couple's wedding registry. And Jaguars Twitter did their thing. Now, okay. <laughs> what is the toast? What are the features on this, this bad boy? Dude, it's touchscreen. It's the first touchscreen toaster I've ever heard of. Get a model number. Let's let's look up some customer reviews. Yeah, talk to me. Oh man, I, I don't know what it's called yet. Uh, this article is a bit, I guess, isn't trying to shout out the the exact toaster maker, but uh, I'll do some digging. And let you know what I can find. Okay, moving on. Uh, uh, tight end Thaddeus Moss, the son of Randy Moss, has been claimed by the bagel, the Bengals. So the Bengals, who was <laughs> Joe Burrow's LSU teammate, so a reunion in the NFL. Do you think Thaddeus is it? I don't know. What do you think about uh, the children of NFL Hall of Famers playing? We have Patrick Sertain coming up. That's Ooh, and JC Horn. 
by the way. I was a big Joe Horn fan, not just because he was a chief. I was a fan of his during the uh, during the run with the Saints. And his and he was a receiver, but his son is a cornerback. Apparently very good. I mean, I wish the best for this fool, you know? Whatever. Uh, uh, longtime Bengals running back Giovanni Bernard, Bernard is signing with the Buccaneers. Mustache or no up. mustache? Yeah, well, yes, we love the mustache. Um, is he accused of ring chasing at this point? I mean, come on, man. Do you have to play for the Bengals for the, your whole life? <laughs> 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 well, they already have Fournette and Ronald Jones, and they had LaShawn McCoy, who I'm sure won't be there. Yeah, the Bucks are ring chasing. Jerani Bernard just wants to get the fuck out of Cincinnati. I will. I mean, evidence to the fact that he was ring chasing is that he had it narrowed down to two teams: the Bucks and the Chiefs. What <laughs> <laughs> um, was? What? Well, where we were gonna go next? Bruce Arians. Did you guys see he got a tattoo on his back of the final score of the game? What Fire. A and, I mean, they, a hu- and like a huge Lombardi trophy. It's a, yeah. I love when 70 year old dudes get tattoos. Man, he lost a bet, man. He didn't, he won a Super Bowl. I don't think, I think he promised the team. It was one of those Ugh. things where like, uh, what happened the other year where the dude said he was going to cut off his dick if the Titans won? That was Ugh. Mike Vrabel. Mike said Vrabel. he would cut his dick off in order to win the Super Bowl. And he was, it was like a would you rather type question. Which I understand. <laughs> you would you cut your dick off as a fan? There's no scenario in which I would cut my dick off. I just <laughs> just so that the podcast and everybody listening knows there is nothing you can offer me. There is no there's no carrot that is worth that stick. The Chiefs win every year. A great. I mean, in that case, it would be like a Twilight Zone situation where it wouldn't even mean anything to me anymore. Guess what? I'll make it even more fucked for you. Not, the Chiefs win every year, and I'll let you have a dildo that you can feel. It feels like it, but it's purple. So it's like a dick? Yeah, it's like a dick, it's, but it's the color purple. You look like yourself, and but it is a dick, and you, it's like, yeah, it feels like you're doing it for real, but so you have a purple dick. What you're asking me is, in order for the Chiefs to win every Super Bowl, all I have to do is paint my dick purple? No, you have to cut it off, and I'll, I will allow you to suction cup an attachment where it was, but it will okay, work but, really good. And I have a purple dick. That's the, yeah. that's the consequence because it feels fine. It's yeah. totally okay. Then yes, and absolutely. you don't and you don't pee anymore. Uh, well, I love peeing. I mean, it's honestly a very satisfying experience. See, ah, see, I knew I, I knew that I was going to trip you, but I mean. Every every Super Bowl from now until eternity would just get annoying. Well, it would just be as long as you're alive. It would just be as long as I feel like it. How about like every any time I feel like we should win the Super Bowl, we just do it. Ooh, how about no? How about this? It's every year except for the year you die. That's when I know. Yeah, that's when you know your time's up. Oh man, it might be this year then. <laughs> we did just lose. Oh shit! Oh no! No! I take. I, oh no! I didn't take. I take it back. 
Jamal, have you come around on the idea of uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick wearing a team uniform this season? Like, where, where are you at with that? Um, if he has a big division game, I'll probably get the jersey. Just, like, it has to be one of the first three of them, though, right? Because you won't care if you lose the first three. You probably won't even be playing if you lose yeah. the first three. It, it's either, yeah, one of the first three or that last one. When You know, some, you know how they do it now? where the last division game decides who's in and who's out. Some sort of crazy scenario where we actually beat the Giants in New York somehow. Something that I've maybe never seen in my fucking lifetime. <laughs> That's, okay. I mean, and it's got to be, it's going to be week 18 or week, week 18 of the NFL season. Your week 17. Yeah. So the stakes are going to be incredibly high. Now you could go 9-8 and eight or 8-9. and nine. Yeah, how you all fucked up. Well, who was your, both of you guys, what was your 17th game that they added? We are playing the Jets in New York. Oh, oh that's crazy. Piece of shit. That's ridiculous. No, we'll, How's, we'll lose. What? Don't, don't worry. That's a tie or a loss. And I'm looking it up right now, Vamp, for me. Which is, you know, usually we get to play the, that's our fourth preseason game every year. You know how the preseason has those weird matchups that happen every season? Like, mm-hmm. it's always Eagles-Jets week four, and I don't know why or how that started, and maybe I should look into it, but it's pretty uh, something I don't look forward to every season. Yeah, well, ours is the marquee game, but it is usually a preseason game. Oh, yeah, ours you guys is, got... You got the pack. Pack Chiefs, that's a great one. That might be the season opener. Ooh. But, you know, the Bucks have to open the season. It's always the champ. For Not the else. season, our season opener, I guess. <laughs> Bro. The, Fuck the, the Bucks. The football team website is pissing me off. You know what I would love? To see football team Bucks Thursday night, week one. I mean, that's a classic, that's a 50, classic little game. Two legends of the game facing off. Best defense Versus, it's a playoff rematch. I, I really think this kind of adds up. If Fitzpatrick beats the Bucks in Week One, is he Hall of Famer? <laughs> Not necessarily, but I do think Jamel would uh, actually become a football fan again. Yeah, I'd probably. I would consider it. I would consider to feel joy in my heart or any of that. And I also have no idea what my schedule is. Still, I just can't even. I found it the- out. Do you want to hear it? Thank you, sir. You will. The Washington football team will be playing their 17th regular season game against Josh it. Damn. Buffalo Bills. That's that's what you get for winning the division. Yeah, loser. I'm going to Buffalo for that game. Ryan Fitzpatrick revenge game. I'm going. I think the real, I mean, now that we're all vaxxed, and I think we can say that, uh, we've got to consider, <laughs> we've got to seriously consider going to Oakland. I don't care what the game is. It doesn't have to be the Chiefs game. Not, not yeah. Oakland. To Las Vegas now. Yeah, I just blew that. But Vegas. We can go to Oakland football, if you want. Any game. Or Oakland and just kind of check out the remnants of the stadium. Are any of us... Do any of our squads have a team in Vegas this year? Have a game in Vegas? I mean, I do. Obviously. Okay. Well, 
you know, as the as the leader of the Swiffle Boy Should Go to Vegas movement, this is appropriate. I think a a locker room chat, five PM Pacific time, done completely on the way back from Vegas. <laughs> hey, uh I will have you know, and this is a thing of beauty. The Eagles and the team play in Vegas this season. Dude, do we have to go oh, to all three? Wow. Should we yeah. go to all three? We at least I, have a one in three chance of scoring tickets. Unreal. That's that's, good stuff. that's so sick. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I love that. Ooh. I'm wearing a Raiders game to a football team. I'm wearing a Raiders jersey to the game. I just decided. Wow. Yeah, that is. That I don't is, want anyone I mean, to know. That is dirty. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to be a disgusting, nasty person. I can't and believe I'm you only do putting that. The, only putting the pictures on Facebook. <laughs> I'm gonna, that is disgusting. I'm going to dress as the Babadook and be a hero. I'm gonna fucking. I'm gonna be decked out in the cheapiest. Every single. I think I have enough in my closet and in my dresser to create an entire ensemble of chief shit, including yeah. a blanket that I can bring along with me, my wallet, shoelaces. Nice. Ooh. Oh yeah. You got the chief laces. I got chiefs everything, dude. When you have a mother who does nothing but go to thrift stores for fun, you will get chief shit. Yeah, I like that. I have Chiefs cutting boards. I have a Chiefs uh, grill set. I have Chiefs, Chiefs grill cover. I used to have a Chiefs set. Bring it up. We should all go as Chiefs fans. I'm just saying. Well, well You got listen, no dog in the fight. We should back each other up. There's two. Basically, okay. If it's an Eagles game, I'm wearing my Raiders baseball jersey. If it's the Chiefs game, I'm wearing just like a cartoon. I'm going to wear my Stewie Griffin shirt, but I'm wearing my Raiders hat. Well, the Stewie Griffin color scheme is uh, yellow also shirt, Chiefs. red overalls. Yeah. yeah, it's a little, it's Chiefy. It is. He's definitely a Chiefs fan. And you know, I'll, I'll wear a problematic jersey to a football team game. I, I would wear my most. I would wear my Clinton Portis 70th anniversary. Hennessy pregame jersey. <laughs> is Clinton Portis problematic to wear? Yeah. No, he's not. Hold on. My, wait. Hold on. Hold on. My fault. Wait. Phone my drop. Fault. My fault. My, uh, he's not problematic. The jersey is because the uh, it says Fredskins on it. Mm. Sponsored, uh, by Hen- sponsored by Sponsored by Hennessy. Sponsored by Hennessy, and it has the arrow. It has the little arrow on the side. It is, and I'm also wearing my camo Fredskins hat. It's, fellas, it's almost, it's, it's getting close to that time, and we have two late entrants who yeah. may or may not want to sing their fight song. Who's got a fight song for us? We're at the buzzer. Grant or Kelly, whoever you're a fan of, step on stage, and let's, uh, let's hear that team fight song. We got six minutes. Six minutes, Ducky Fresh. You're on. <laughs> We have already heard the Eagles and the Bills fight song. The Bills fight song has now been updated. Uh, we're happy to update any other song. If we get a first draft. Uh, when is, okay, let's talk scheduling. 
Last six minutes. When is the Eagles? When is when are all these Raiders games happening? We don't know. Oh, we do not know yet. Oh, we're they, find out. Oh man! But it's going to be good. We have three, one and three chance of getting tickets, getting the thing, you know, getting the game under the exact right conditions to go to Vegas. So if we should, I think we should go early in the season. So it's not cold as fuck. You know, we can still go to the pools in yeah. Vegas. Ow. So who's ever early in the season. And then also like some of these games are in more high demand than others. I mean, I'm talking specifically about the chiefs, but I think a Washington football team game might not get the kind of demand that our two teams are going to get. So maybe I, that's what we do. Now, you think that, but we do travel now. Yeah, we got all the NFC's teams weirdly just will have thousands, tens of thousands of people following them around. Because we're the original men. <laughs> we got a question here from Kelly about who the Eagles should pick at 12. This is a perfect Dan Hardigan rant spot. Yeah, yeah. And for the five at five. A rant oh. from Dan Hardigan. He, he, he's gonna, uh, Kelly Greenwings is going to love this. Trade back again. Punt on the season. Accumulate picks. We don't need to win right now. We can't win right now. What's the point of getting a disgruntled top-notch receiver if he's jo- just going to be pissed off by week eight and be shit-talking the city, be tweeting out, Bullshit about the locker room. Let's not get a top-tier talent. Let's wait until we can actually win. Uh, I'm so out on this season's team. I know nothing about Nick Sirianni. I know nothing about uh, the team's identity. I like Jalen Hurts a lot. Obviously, there's some remnants of the Super Bowl team left over, um, but not enough to matter. And it's a sad place that this team has found itself in. And uh, I don't want to pretend like we can be good. Uh, All right, think, but get, what's a position? What's a position you wouldn't mind to see a, a little upgrade on? I'd like Patrick Sertain. I don't think he'll get to 12, but if you match him up um, with Darius Slay on the other side, you have actually some real lockdown corners. I don't know how much longer Slay can be a, a top corner, but he was pretty good last season in a pretty shitty situation. So I think if you can get two or three good years out of two top-notch corners, then at least the defense – can try and be okay, but uh, yeah, I don't know. It, it's so hard to go skill position. We did receiver last year in the first round, and uh, we'll see what happens with that. But I like the receivers. I just don't think we're equipped to make the best use of them. So why fucking draft them? Uh, hope that Kelly, if you want to come on and uh, tell me why I'm wrong or who you want, uh, you got a couple minutes. No, you walked him. He's gone. Yeah, they already. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes sense. That because means- you're because you're depressing everyone. All these Eagles fans, they want to sing their fucking dumb song and they want to hear nothing but horse shit unicorns and and fluffy pixie clouds about the future. I'm you got to give it that. again. Legitimate I, malarkey. I've done, I, I've done it too many times. I know I the writing's on the wall. This is going to be worse than last season somehow. We can't have two depressed guys on the show. That dynamic Jamel's the, doesn't work. Jamel's got a division-winning team that got better. I'm still and, sad. He's and he's still sad. I'm he still, still sad. doesn't like them. I hate them. I hate their fucking guts. <laughs> he has an actually good coach. The team has an identity. I, I don't understand what there is to hate. Our identity is that we suck dick. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll find out 
in Vegas against the Las Vegas Raiders. Oh, man, that's going to be awesome. Going into town. I love that we're playing the NFC East this year, too. It's just so sweet. We needed a break. Yeah, enjoy. We got take, a, take a year off, man. <laughs> Walk with a few of them, you know what I mean? I think we Mahomes had... has a chance to put up 50 points in the first half against uh, this year's Philly team. I'm excited to see that. I think America. that's what America wants. I'm worried about the playoffs. I think that's where I'm going to be for the next 10 years is just worried that we're going to eat shit in the playoffs for one reason or another. But the regular season, like, let's fucking – let's just cruise, have a good time, crack well, a think, beer open. I think Andy Reid could go full evil Andy this season because there's no reason to be nice anymore. He already won. He got ousted. His kids Both are – Both his sons, yeah. His kids are a mess. It's just like, why are we uh, – taking the your foot off the gas pedal at this point let's be become fully evil beat teams by 100 and just have everybody hate you or we get supplanted in the afc by josh it <laughs> josh it Ugh. hey doris came back too yo josh it <laughs> oh man all right well i think it's time for us to say sorry and sign off so uh welcome michael welcome rory we will see you next week uh I'm sorry that we went over. Yeah, and uh, sorry y'all missed the show, but uh, you can listen to the replay on our podcast feed. It's Sorry We Love Football on Apple, on fucking Spotify. Look us up at Sorry We at Sorry We Love NFL on Twitter and right. Instagram as well. So uh, get at us and Josh it, Josh it, sorry, Josh it. <laughs>